Hello and welcome to another episode of Sports and Songs podcast. Today is March 13th. Unlucky 13 here, Andy. Monday the 13th. We're on uh, season four, episode number 18. Tonight's a sports episode only. We've got lots to cover. Uh, we're, we're coming in the midway point of, of March, the middle of March here. March madness. State high school sports are ending rapidly yep. and things are moving along. Selection Sunday was last night. NCAA men's brackets, NCAA women's. W- and NIT brackets, too. And the NIT brackets all announced. So only people playing college basketball right now are those in the NIT or the NCAA. One thing about that is here, here's something you don't hear every year. Not only did the defending champion in the NCAA men's not make it, North Carolina, they refused the NIT bid. They turned it down. They turned it down. So the defending champ ain't playing postseason ball. They're done. And and keep in mind for the newer listeners that those bids are still just invitationals. You can always say yeah. no, no thanks. That's why it's called the National Invitational Tournament. So you're invite and you just get the bid. They got what, four? Accept it or 68 in the main tournament and they got what, 64 in the NIT also? Uh, it could be. So I you got it. 130 squads. And if, there's still tons of schools over So. There's a lot of post below 500 teams in the NIT, so it should be interesting. Now we also had the pa- uh, sad news of the passing of Bud Grant this weekend. Yeah, I'll touch on that a little bit, start the thing, but yeah, Bud passed away. Um, I was just reading on Facebook before he came on. Friend of the show, Tommy Kramer and Buddy Baker, Channel Nine is at their house recording some stuff to put on tonight too. Um, we've put out our social media just by dumb luck. Tommy Kramer was having his big birthday celebration that same weekend. And some guys made some nice tributes down there. We've shared that on social media, too. So well, it looks like, uh, according to Buddy, that the photo he took of Bud Grant may be the last photo. That was yeah, one of the last photos of Bud, yeah. Yeah. And so that's uh, interesting. I, I am going to start with a trivia question. Okay. Relating to Mr. Bud Grant. All right. Now, Bud Grant, uh, a professional athlete in basketball, a very, very good baseball player. Uh, yeah. Football, very good football player. Now, he's in the Hall of Fame, Andy, in the NFL yep. and the CFL, the Canadian Football Yes, League. one of few. He took the Minnesota Vikings to four Super Bowls in the NFL and then also went six times to the Grey Cup. And won four of them, I think, or three? Won four. Won yep. four for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Andy. He uh, went six times to the title game, and that's huge. Once again, Canadian Football League. Think of it what you want, but when you get to that title game and you go there and you win it, it's uh, nothing to slouch and not, not nothing to, uh, to to slouch at there. At, at Blue Bombers Stadium, where the Winnipeg Blue Bombers play, there is a statue of Bud Grant outside, and he's in their Hall of Fame yep. and the NFL Hall of Fame. Now, he took ten times he went with professional teams and took them to the championship game. Four in the NFL, six in the Grey Cup at the Canadian. There's only one other person, Andy, one other person who's done that. Do you know who that person is? That's the trivia question for today. Oh, what, wow. other, what other longtime coach in football took their team or teams to both the NFL Super Bowl or the Grey Cup, as they call it, mm-hmm. in, in the Canadian Football League? There's wow. only one other coach that's done, that's crossed over and done both. We'll get to that at the end. Of right. the of the session here, but let's move mm-hmm. on with some sports, huh? Yes, 
Yes. Uh, we'll be talking about Bud Grant, like I said. Not going to touch on too much stuff. I know, Dan, uh, we uh, republished your episode, if you will. You did last year with Bud. I'm sure everybody's heard a lot of Bud's stuff. I was going to keep it simple. He said Bud, both NFL, CFL. Um, he has an NBA championship ring with the Lakers. Um, he didn't play a lot, but he's still got a ring. Tremendous. He was one of the original close personal friends of Sid Hartman. Sid was owner of the Lakers at the time and convinced Bud to be there and convinced him with the bikes. But um, tons of stuff on Bud Grant. Like I said, locally here you see it on the news. So we're not going to repeat a lot of information. But condolences to him and his family. His uh, boy still coaches at Ian Prairie, I believe. Mike Grant is still there. Mike, yes. Boys hockey. We'll start there. The championship. High school hockey. Okay. Minnetonka Skippers are your champs. Very exciting game Saturday night. I'll see how the tournament broke. There they are celebrating. There they are celebrating. Uh, that looks beautiful. They did beat Edina 2-1. to one. And here's the thing about high school sports, and I'd like to have someone on from the high school league. Both these guys were in the late conference, but they were in different sections. So you had two teams from the same conference playing in the state final. Oh, yes. The different okay, sections. How that all works. Interesting tidbit. Yep, yep. We need to have someone explain that to us. So, uh, Third place game, Andover is your third place champion. 5-3 over Creighton Durham Hall. And consolation, Hill Murray. Remember, back in the day, Hill Murray was always a threat in the championship game back in the day. Always tough. Them and Jefferson and Edina. Yep. Duluth East. There's your Class A champs celebrating. Matamidi over War Road. Three over one in a 6-5 final. Wow. Herman Towns, your third place champ over Orono. Two nothing. And Constellation is St. Cloud Cathedral. They went on to take the Constellation Championship. Now, we always talk about the hockey here. Hey, this I saw kid, that. Yes. This kid, congrats to him for being outside the box. He skates up yeah. on the little thing with his stick, says, hey, Sarah, prom. Sarah was in the crowd. Obviously, she had no idea this was coming. She had to borrow a stick from somebody. And they have a little photo booth off to the side that she had to write yes on it with a picture of a stick to reply back to him. That's awesome. Um, there, there he is, live on the air doing his thing. And there's her reply. She had to get a borrowed stick. Now, I'm not one to talk. Congrats to the boy for doing this. But his picture is in the dictionary when you say, kids who outkicked their coverage. <laughs> Good going, young man. Yeah, I know. Is this going to be a thing to, to see coming up? If it is, cool. Are they going to just write hi, mom on the stick now or hi, grandma or something like that? That'd be cool. But this was original. This was great. That's, a, that's you, the kind man. of stuff, Andy, that goes viral is it is the original. Yep. is just the random yep. stuff. You know, we've seen everyone with the different – the hair, the hairstyles, the all-flow yep. team. They skate up and they'll say something into the camera. Here he just held up the bottom of the stick. And hey, ask the girl to prom. Genius. Good job. Good job, young man. Very proud of you. World Baseball Classic has begun. Um, if you follow on social media, yes, I was up at 4 o'clock in the morning watching 
pool B games. Well, all we right? figured you would be. I was. Um, it's nice so you got up, got up early and opened up the office here. Yeah, so I did, you know, let the interns out, you know, told them the heat's down, you can go home. By the way, Minnetonka won the boys' hockey tournament, in case I didn't mention that. Yes, yes, you did. All right, here are some rules. You know, we went over the, the four pools in World Baseball Classic. As you've watched the games, here's some things a little different to have. You'll have a pitch count, kind of like the Little League World Series in a way. So here's some of the different rules for World Baseball Classic as you watch. Is there a DH? Yes, they have a DH in the World Baseball Classic. Can you do a defensive shift? Yes, you can. Do they have the bigger bases? No. So they're kind of doing old school baseball like last year. Okay. Um, extra inning rule. Um, they do have the, the the ghost runner, if you will. They do do that part. Okay. Um, if a team is leading by 15 or more runs after five innings, they can call the game, or 10 or more runs after seven. There was one game today, Korea won. That game was 22 to 2. I saw that. Yes. Korea got off the Schneid, got a win, and did they ever? So, yeah. So, if there's a there's a mercy rule, but there's no mercy rule in the knockout round. So, these first couple round, or first round, yes. Okay. I know we've talked about before. Would this be a good thing in Major League Baseball? I don't know. I mean, you kind of think about it somewhat times. If you're in the first pool, the first round here, I'd say it's early on and you're down nine to one. Like, the Puerto Rico game yesterday. I almost kind of thought, I hate to say throw the game, but do you give up a couple more runs, save your pitchers, and just be done with it? It's it's tough because the, the tiebreaker rules go into right, the tiebreaker rules versus your runs given up, and it comes yep. into play. Yep. And also, like I said, your pitchers go do so many pitches. Um, is there a restriction on how many pitchers can throw? All right, 65 pitches per game in the first round, 80 in the qualifiers, and 95 in the semifinals and finals. Okay. Last year, also been an issue because in major leagues, they don't go over 95 hardly. So interesting that it's 65. The guys, you know, it comes up, they're out of that game, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth inning, and it's it's much quicker. And well, some of those were in the first, second inning yesterday. Holy cow. Not the 65 wow. pitch count, but just guys are getting bombarded. Okay. Um, here's some other things. A pitcher, if a pitcher throws 50 or more pitches, at least four days must pass before he can pitch again. 30 or more, only a day. And if the pitcher pitches on consecutive days, he needs one day off. Now I think that's just a, a rule just to keep other managers and teams griping that you overworked their pitcher. So that's why that's something kind of that they agreed on. It's fair enough. Is there a three-batter minimum rule in the World Baseball Classic? Um, barring injury, a pitcher must face at least three batters or record a final lot of an inning, so yes. But there is no pitch clock. And that's one thing I noticed, especially when I was watching the Pool B games from Tokyo with uh, Japan and Australia and Korea, Czech Republic and China. Those teams, they didn't waste a lot of time in between anyway. It was That's just the, the style of game. In the KBO and the Japanese League. 
Well, it's mainly an American thing, you know, right. getting out and redoing re your gloves. Yeah, and other teams, it's not a deal for them. No, so. they just go in there and they play the game. Um, and there is instant replay, instant review, so they have that. And, you know, and one thing I want to bring up, too, is you want to speed up the game. Again, I hate to harp on this, but, you know, it started with, with uh, COVID. When we were watching the KBO games and, us, and the Japanese games, not so much the Australian League. Um, I, I guess that's because their crowds are smaller. But when you watch in Japan and Korea, the crowd's always chanting, always doing something. It's like watching a soccer game from Mexico. Okay. They're always involved. These players, different players have their own songs. The crowd sings for them. There's cheerleaders. There's stuff going on. Not saying America needs to do that, but you pan the crowd at an MLB game, and they're all on their phone. Yeah. So, oh, the game's so boring. How do you know you're on your phone? Right, that's kind of a soapbox thing I'll lay off. Kind of, kind of, but that makes sense. Uh, the tiebreaker. Okay. Oh, boy, this is worse than hockey or basketball tiebreakers. Two teams, with the because it's the top two out of five in each pool advance. Okay. Two teams with the best winning percentage in each pool advance to the knockout rounds. The event of a tie. Here we go. Head-to-head -head record. Uh, then it's basically like a ERA, team ERA in a way. Lowest quote of runs allowed divided by number of defensive outs. Basically team ERA. Um, then fourth is highest batting average in games between the tied teams. And sixth was drawing of lots. Now, if you look at Pool A that was in Taiwan, Cuba, Italy, Netherlands, Panama, and Chinese Taipei all had two and two records. They all, every team tied for first place or last place, so they had to get into the tiebreakers. Yeah, so they went through all these. And which one it was to do it, don't ask. Here's their records there. Don't, don't ask what the qualifiers were. I tried to figure it out. Yeah, I took a bunch of Advil afterwards, and I still couldn't figure it out. So, so the teams with the asterisks here will advance. Yep. And if you, what was it? So, if you need two wins to qualify automatically for next year, or if you're last place, you don't. There's different rules in that too. You need to win to qualify for next year. So all these teams will be back. Um, Italy, uh, Mike Piazza, imagine that team. Pool B, now these are all as of this morning. I know games have been played today. These are as of this morning. So Korea is now 2-2 two and two in this. But, uh, yeah, so Japan and Australia advance. Korea, Czech Republic, and China. Pool C. Now, okay, Japan and Taiwan are done because they got to start their next round. Because to come for the finals, they got to come here, and you lose a couple of days. The whole time change and travel and stuff. Okay. So they're going to be a few games ahead of us before we get to it, but we'll be fine. Here's this: Canada one and zero, Colombia, Mexico, U.S., and Great Britain. Great Britain did win today. Okay. God save the king was played. Um, and one thing like for Team Japan. I know, so they do the pepper grinder. Every time they get a base hit, kind of rally. You've seen teams do that. Make the pepper grinder hand motions. What Great Britain does, they drink tea. They put the little pinky up and drink tea. 
Nice. I think that's kind of cool. And there's Pool D, Venezuela, Israel, Puerto Rico, the DR, and Nicaragua. The Minnetonka boys won the hockey tournament. I don't know if I mentioned that yet. Oh, yes, yes. We did so see that. that. You're late to the show. We covered that. Covered it earlier. Yeah. New York Mets. We're going to talk a little bit of baseball here. Going old school. Tim LaRosco, one for two for the Mets, but he don't wear batting gloves. He goes naked hands up there. Okay. There he is. He's a center fielder. He's in the minors right now. But just like Louis Guillermo of the Mets does not wear the batting gloves. So it's like a brotherhood going on there. I looked up. There's a couple dozen guys in baseball that still don't do batting gloves. Yeah, so there, it's it's. I'm seeing that more in amateur tomball baseball too. Yep. These guys are going away from the gloves and just yep. just stepping up to the plate with the lumber. Yep, I don't know if they have more pine tar or tape on the bat like Louie has here, but kind of becoming kind of a, a thing again. That's kind of cool. Sterling Marte got beat in the head the other day. Um, didn't look too bad of a shot, but they took him out right away. Uh, there's no concussion test. See, he, he's all fine, but. He's just going to sit out a little bit, just make sure. Um, got rung in the bell pretty good right above the ear. But I took him out to be precaution. All is well right now with Mr. Sterling. Sterling Marte, number six. John Curtis. Um, not to be confused with John Curtis from the Waltons. Um, John Curtis. Um, he's doing a good job pitching for the Mets in relief. Keep an eye on him. Uh, Cody Senga, the Pitcher from the Orient that the Mets spent a lot of money on getting. He's had a little tender tendonitis on his finger, lower finger. They haven't had his baby yet. Um, Coach Coach Buck said if it was regular season, he'd pitch. But spring training, we're going to take him out. Uh, he was going to pitch in the World Baseball Classic, and the Mets have to keep him out. Just get used to the mound and work with the catchers more and everything else. So, but. John Curtis has been filling in, picking up some innings, which is helping him out. Uh, as you can see, he's struck out eight batters in the last four innings he's pitched. Doing a pretty good job there, getting some relief work. And so Diaz out in the World Baseball Classic and that, he's going to get some innings. Remember that name. And also, if you follow us on social media, Ford, catcher for Great Britain, has been getting a lot of press lately too, kind of like we mentioned a couple weeks ago. A little NASCAR, a little zoom, zoom, zoom. I was watching it on my phone as I had World Baseball Classic up on the TV. So all I got to say is William Byron, this is not a repeat from last week. He won again two weeks in a row. Ryan Bain, Blaney okay. second, and Tyler Reddick third. So back-to-back -back for William. Next race, Saturday the 19th in Atlanta. We're down there, 260 laps, 400 miles. 3 o'clock Eastern on your Fox family network. They say Fox here, but World Baseball Classic and stuff could get it bumped around. A few more notes. Um, there's a whole bunch of college championships coming up. We know you all saw the brackets get released yesterday. We talked about the selections. We're not going to sit here and break it down because if you're into that, 
you're already sick of hearing about it. Not even 24 hours later. I'm sure ESPN's been going nuts breaking it down. We will follow it over the weekends, the games. Don't get me wrong. But don't look for us to break down the brackets. When they get to the Sweet 16s, we probably will for basketball. But Now, these fi- these dates are in here are when the championships are, not the whole tournament. Okay. This week, Division I wrestling, March 16th through 18th, is going on. Uh, the women, early April, along with the men, that weekend, uh, both in Dallas and Houston. So Texas big for the Final Four for basketball this year. The NIT, end of March, their championships. Division II women's basketball, April 1st, again in Dallas, Texas. The men's Division II basketball is going to be in Evansville, Indiana. Middle, late March, there, 21st and 25th. Ice hockey in Tampa, Florida. Yes. That's not a misprint. That, that's right. That's going to be second week in April. The women's hockey is coming up here this weekend for their national championship, the Frozen Four up in Duluth. <sighs> we go on. Minnesota State High School League, we got boys and girls basketball coming up the next couple weeks. Um, so you'll see a lot of little special shows from us the next four weeks, highlighting stuff, commenting on stuff. Showing it on social media. So be patient with us. Felton Spencer, former Minnesota Timberwolf, passed away this week. Um, played Louisville for college, you can see there. Played for the Timberwolves, who went on to play Utah. And he's actually a trivia question answer for the Orlando Magic. He right. was the starting center the first season after they traded Shaquille O'Neal. He kind of replaced Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, really? Okay, good trivia answer for Felt as Felton Spencer is the answer to that question. Yeah, Um, no no cause of death, but he was still looked in good shape. The last few pictures I saw of him, um, Louisville had a very good career down there, very good college player. He said high-round draft pick NBA for the Wolves. Uh, Utah, Orlando, and I think he had stopped somewhere else. Helped lead Utah to the conference finals a couple times. So very good player. Sad news for Spencer. But you know what, Dan? Not going to end our show on a sad note. No. Minnetonka boys won the hockey tournament. There they are. There they are. There's the camp. There's uh, the, the, the little bald guy in the front there. That's uh, Sean Goldsworthy. Bill Goldsworthy's kid is the coach. Okay. Well, congrats, Coach Goldsworthy and the team. Go Skippers. The Skippers. Over the cake eaters. Skippers are victorious. Yes. That's what I got, sir. Um, well, I've got one thing on basketball. Yeah. Local, local basketball. You know, Girls State oh. has been uh, determined. The brackets are going to be uh, out tournament going on. High school girls basketball is very big. Minnesota is a big state for girls basketball with the talent coming out here. Yeah. Last year, we really followed a lot. We followed a lot of the Lehigh. Now, check yeah. this out. I did the summary. The season's over. There you go. Lehigh basketball season's over. This particular season, here are the six players on the roster for Lehigh, which is out in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Look at the points and rebounds, Andy. Is that the Minnesota All-Star team? Oh, no, wait. That's, that's bad. They have 13 on the roster, 
six all from Minnesota. So I've listed here where they went to high school in Minnesota. All were very good. Uh, they were either wow. Miss, uh, you know, Miss Basketball runner-up or in the in the nominations, Lakeville South, Egan, St. Michael, Albertville, Creighton, Durham Hall. Uh, uh, Franny Hottinger there on the top did lead the team with three, uh, 630 points, 295 rebounds. And if you add up the six, including uh, Kaylee Van Epps, sophomore from Chaska, Kaylee Van Epps, uh, 106 points, 60 rebounds on the season as a sophomore. They totaled 1,600 points as a uh, as a group, those six of those individuals Jeez. versus the team points. 73% of the scoring came from Minnesota natives for the Lehigh nice. squad. 60% of the rebounds came from the Minnesota natives. So uh, we see two seniors there that are leaving. They're, they uh, finished their Patriot League tournament. Um, uh, losing did not go to the NIT or the NCAA, so their season's done this year. But I think they always have four to six players from Minnesota on that Lehigh women's team. Now, speaking of Chaska, Brad Hand, former pitcher, Chaska. Yes. Former pitcher, um, did get signed one year, Colorado Rockies, one year yep. deal. And so Brad Hand will be back uh, this year uh, on the mound again. Some thought maybe a little come back to Minnesota here. You never know. You never know yet, but I wonder. Pen, pen stretch. We'll see. See here the, how that goes. Now, so we got the basketball. We've got the girls basketball, boys basketball. Uh, Major League Spring Training still in full swing, like you said. What I'm going to watch, Andy, is on the women's side of things. Brackets announced the Iowa Hawkeyes are the number two seed. Yes, they finished the season 26 and six. They have Monica Sinano on the team. Yep. As their leading, uh, second leading scorer behind Caitlin Clark, uh, they're the number two seed. They went twenty six and six, very tough team, and they've got, uh, I think it's Stanford in their bracket as well as yeah. the number one seed. But that'll be fun. They just got done winning the Big Ten tournament. Um, lots of points put up between those two players and the rest of the team. That'll be a fun one to watch too. Whether you're filling out your brackets or just watching some uh, Big Ten basketball, but. Uh, Tune in to the to the Iowa Hawkeyes for the female, the, uh, the ladies, the women's team. Um, anything else that we can think of other than the, you know, we got a trivia question. We forgot the other, last week we forgot the answer. One thing before you get on to that, we, we showed about the high school hockey kid with his little stick up with the, hey, Sarah, go to the prom with me. If you look at Channel 5's website, they did announce the all-hair team. Oh, okay, I didn't see it. Um, which brings me up to the next one, and we'll be putting up something on Twitter here coming up soon as a reminder for Town Ball guys, the all-flow team. We're looking for that. We want to see a picture pre before the season starts at the end of the year, kind of see your, your growth. Or if you already have the flow going, great. So if you want to say, hey, you know what, I'll let mine grow up for the season, we'll get your name in the hat now and see those progression pictures. Yeah, we will put together the all the all flow team for that will be a Twitter only topic for us. We will not be putting that on Instagram or Instagram or Facebook. It'll be Twitter only. So if you're interested in that, give us a follow there. Next week or two, we'll be putting out um, qualifications for it. Um, I'm sure Tom Ball Tuesday will be helping us with that too. So yeah, he's very good with that. Uh, a lot of good nominees each year with that. We announce that usually following the week after Labor Day weekend. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll probably put a little reminder out now if you want to decide to grow it out. Guys, get permission from the wife first. 
Make sure you don't have like family pictures coming up and she won't let you do it or something. Yes. Don't want to get in trouble. You got to have that. So last week, the last trivia week question was Mike Tyson. And the question was, what round did he knock out his very first person in uh, on his very first professional fight? We we were remiss in mentioning the answer. It was the first round. Now, he was winning most of his bouts in the first round with knockouts back then anyway. But that was the answer to last week's trivia. This week is Bud Grant. Okay. Took two. For those who missed the beginning of the episode, yeah. we're looking for coaches that have taken their teams, head coaches, that have taken their teams in the NFL to the Super Bowl. doesn't matter if you win or lose. And those coaches in the CFL, the Canadian Football League, that have taken their teams to the Grey Cup, the Super Bowl. I got League. a couple of guesses. Bud Grant's one of them. Who's the other? There only is two. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm going, can I go back to like the early years of the Super Bowl? You know, could it have been a, a – I go was it Tom Landry? Maybe the D start in Canada before he came out to the Cowboys. Interesting. I don't know. He's not the answer. Uh, I'm not he's sure not if he was in there or not, but he's not part. He's not the answer. I kind of think it'd be someone in the early years because I can't think of anyone recently. It's a it's a little bit later than that, but the answer okay. is Marv Levy. Oh, huh? Buffalo, Buffalo Bills Bill. took four Bills teams to the Super Bowl, lost them all, just like Bud in the Super Bowl in a row. Marv did it four he years in a row. Four years in a row. But before he came to the Bills, he was a head coach in the Canadian Football League and took, I think, three teams to the Grey Cup, winning two of them. So that's a great trivia question. Marv Levy and Bud Grant are the only two men ever to take teams to the championship game in both leagues of football. And, and you look at Bud's numbers when he played up there. He played both sides of the ball. Yeah, They said one year it was a kept stat, but – they said he probably led the league in sacks. So what does he do the next year? Becomes a receiver and leads the league in receiving. Yes. The the bonus episode uh, that I did back in 2021, we put that out there. But if you listen to it and look at some of the stats in basketball, look at some of the stats in baseball. Tremendous. Yeah. And then look at the stats of him as a player in football. Not a coach, a player. Yeah. Unbelievable numbers that that guy had. Uh, and he only played like a handful of years in Canadian football, went straight into coaching after that. It's not like he had this lull of six, seven years after a player. He just well, went, he was a very young. And he didn't start like as the special teams coach. He went straight to head coach. I didn't work his way up. Uh, no. Very smart man. Very. That's what the coach said. He goes, the owner said, if he could go from defense and lead and offense and lead, he could be a head coach. Yes. He gets both sides. And what was he, 95? Yeah, he, he was a great man. He will be missed. Bud Grant, lots of stuff out there. If you do a Twitter search on Twitter, just put in the keyword. There's a lot of people with uh, doing stats and summaries of his background and things like that. There's a lot of stuff out there that uh, contains his history uh, as a player, uh, as a coach, as a human, as a person, as a hunter, all the things that he's done over the years with his families and, and, and whatnot. But, and if you're watching this in the future dates, because – not watch it like say tonight it was recorded today is monday march 13th look back to channel nine's past episodes for a while because they're gonna have a special interview with uh tommy kramer and buddy about bud grant so 
check that out. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, that's all I've got here for this week. Have a good week, everyone. We'll be March Madness full time here. Watch a lot of basketball here coming up. Speaking of March Madness, tomorrow night special high school wrestling episode. Special interview. We're looking forward to doing tomorrow night on high school wrestling uh, locally here. We've got yep. an interview planned. We'll be airing that on Tuesday uh, night, recapping the season. But have a good week, everyone.